Hi, welcome back to What is Qualitative Anyway with me, Vicki. Today we are on Chapter 5, Focus Group Interviewing in Qualitative Research Methods. So we'll try to keep it short and simple to the point. The beginning of the chapter discusses what focus groups is. It does mention at the end of the chapter that there is kind of a dispute on how many people um, consist of a, fo a focus group. My opinion, I think 5 to 10 is great. Uh, maybe even three to five for a more intimate discussion. And um, it gives basic ingredients in the focus group. It says a clearly defined objective and or research problem. Um, knowing what your topic, your goal is in that research and is important to the research. You need to understand what your topic is, the definition, and your goal that you're trying to get at. So that way your participants um, can find their way there. Um, the nature of the group, do they fit into your topic? I mean, is this group going to help you? Uh, atmosphere, environment, and rapport, um, an aware listening facilitator, a well-organized and prepared facilitator, structure and direction, but restrained contribution to discussion. The chapter mentions 90% should be the participants and 10% should be the researcher. So you should be organized, um, you should be able to listen, but not be part of the conversation. It's about the participants carrying that conversation and that discussion. Uh, and then research assistance and systemic analysis. And then from here, the chapter moves on to discussing how focus groups work. It gives five kind of guidelines to the moderator's guide. The first one is introduction and introductory activities. I think I will be using the one where it mentions to ask the group to go around the room and state their name, occupation, and one thing they think is distinctive. I think that's important to kind of welcoming each other to this setting, even though it is my friends, I still want them to feel welcome and kind of understand what the setting is, kind of bring some formality to it. Um, statement of the basic rules or guidelines for the interview. So this kind of goes into what I was stating, giving them rules, guidelines, but nothing too formal, but something to help them understand what my objective is, how they can help me. Um, short question and answer discussions, um, special activities or exercises, and then guidance for dealing with sensitive issues. And although I don't think I have anything sensitive um, in, my dis in my research topic, I do think that sometimes people may be sensitive to the setting, like myself. I might be a little unsure, even if I'm amongst my friends. Maybe I don't want to sound dumb or I don't want to offend my friend if I have a different opinion that disagrees with them. So including maybe some type of special activity that kind of throws a little bit more nuance into that discussion um, so people can feel more comfortable. But it does mention that um, you do want to be you know, sensitive to others during the discussion. And then from here it moves on to focus group data. Just briefly, the data that you use, um, you want to be aware of like nonverbal cues along with the verbal cues. So, you know, someone's reaction, their body language, silence, um, maybe there was some purpose to it or making note of it. Um, it does mention that David Morgan's ideal focus group is, would start with an open question designed to capture the interest and then they themselves would explore nearly all the issues that a moderator might have probed. 
So that is ideal. I can agree with that. Um, opening that question and then ideally they would just take it from there and be like, oh, you know, this reminds me of this. And maybe that was part of your next question. And you're just, you know, maybe just 1% of that conversation. It does mention things to avoid, um, you know, like the beginning of the chapter mentioned, it's not about collecting data. That's not the focus of the group. So, you know, you don't want to make too much of something, you know, it doesn't prove anything. This is just a discussion. You're learning, you're listening. Um, and then it goes on to discussing selective focus groups, you know, as a method um, and selecting your group. You know, you, you want to make sure that you're getting, you're, you're picking the right group um, for your study. And the, it does discuss virtual groups, um, which I will use that portion of the chapter to help me with some of the virtual ones. And then it goes on to kind of some missteps when using a focus group, being too vague about the objective, you wanna make sure that you understand it thoroughly so that way your participants will understand it. Um, using too few groups, uh, overreaching during any given focus group interview, you don't wanna to push too hard. You don't wanna have too many questions, you know, you wanna kinda of let it lead itself. Overly large groups, um, too much or not enough influence from the moderator, you, you need to know your, your place in that conversation and then bullies, um, and all that kind of ties into the end of the chapter, you know, why it works, why it doesn't work, you know, it can work to help people, sometimes it can be therapeutic depending on the topic, and then it cannot work sometimes, you know, with bullies or arguments or a group think where people kind of just go with the consensus, they go with the flow, maybe they don't want to say much, so I think that's an important part to the moderator um, being more skilled in knowing how to uh, manage those avenues, but to think, uh, to kind of reflect back on this, um, I did see different theories in here as far as uh, maybe gender conflict um, and some of those uh, maybe issues on why the focus group may fail. You know, if there is a male in that focus group that maybe feels that they want to, you know, take control of the conversation, I can see where maybe a younger girl may feel a little set back on it. I can see some gender conflict there if they're not familiar with that setting. I don't think that would really happen for me. I think I would be more inclined to speak up in that situation. But also, as far as sensitive topics, I kind of saw um, structural functioning. You want them to kind of work as a unit. You want them to work together. And I can also see symbolic interactionism there. The group feeling their um, connection to the others. If you have a topic that's more sensitive and then working more cohesively, you know, because they feel a connection to the other participants. But, you know, broadly thinking of it sociologically and thinking using my mind in that aspect, I think this type of interviewing can help people think more outside the box, think more sociologically using maybe, you know, the sociological imagination. When you have people discussing things, it opens their mind to other things to maybe realizing this will maybe, like my discussion will be what is feminism. Maybe some people in my focus group won't know what patriarchy is. And then somebody explaining it, giving their take on it, they may see the broader implications as to what, you know, um, causes some of the struggles that women or other genders have um, because of that institution that kind of 
covers over a lot of may just hopefully open their eyes a little bit um so we'll see how that goes thanks for listening